BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. I went to the doctor about it because I really depended on weed. Um, and I, I told him the whole truth and then he diagnosed me with it. And he said the best thing to do is to stop smoking since, you know, it's, I'm risking my health. If I kept smoking, I could be hospitalized for it. I don't want to get hospitalized. I don't have the money for that. Jacob? Hello? Yeah, it's me. Uh, Jacob, uh, what's going on? How are you this evening? I'm doing pretty good. I'm sorry if you hear something weird. I'm driving home. I literally, I, I, was, I was watching your stream at work, and I was like, I'm going to call in. And I did. And now it's time for me to go home. So is this cool that I'm that I'm talking to you on the on the phone on the way home? Uh, are are we in the car? Right, where are we right now? Are we in the car? We're in the car, but I mean, I'm like two minutes away from home. I swear. Well, you uh, you're so not in not trouble, all right? Long. I'm not you're I'm not here to yell at you. You sound like you feel like you're in I'm, trouble. I'm a very manic person. I'm sorry. Really? Kind of. How does that manifest itself? I don't know. Um, I I used to um, smoke a lot of weed, and I got paranoid. So that kind of manifested itself, if that makes sense. It says here that you have developed a something called CHS, which stands for cannabinoid hypermesis hypermesis syndrome. And it's funny that you called in because I actually just learned about. CHS today. I saw someone on TikTok talking about it, and I, I looked it up for five seconds really? before I got distracted by a YouTube video about uh, Super Mario sixty four. But what? Tell me more about CHS. What is it? So, when I was uh, in eighth grade, I I started smoking carts to hide, like because it's it's easy to hide the smell if you're smoking carts. Sure so I wanted to hide it from my parents and I just smoked constantly for five years. And if you smoke, I think a cart in a week, it's very bad. Um, I kind of had a dependency on it and I developed this, uh, syndrome CHS and it kind of like, it kind of really fucked with me to be completely honest because I really depended on weed. You know, I have, I, I have anxiety, um, and it kind of just calmed me down. And um, yep. so I, I had a really strong dependency on it. So I started getting really sick. Like in the mornings, I would just throw up constantly. And um, I went to the doctor about it. 
And since I'm, I just turned like 18, a week before I went to the doctor, he, uh, I, I was able to go by myself. So I wasn't scared of telling him that I smoked weed. And I did. And he asked me, you know, how much do I smoke? Um, and I, I told him the whole truth. And then he diagnosed me with it. And he said the best thing to do is to stop smoking since, you know, it's, I'm risking my health. If I kept smoking, I could be hospitalized for it. And, you know, in this, in this country, you don't want to do that. You don't want to get hospitalized. I don't have the money for that. You know? Mm -hmm. How, how often were you smoking? Was it like, was it once a day? Was it all day, every day, five years? Almost any time I can. I would wake up in the morning, take a dab, and take a shower, do my thing. I wouldn't smoke when I'm driving. I would, I would try and, um, cause I'm, not, I'm, you know, I'm a teenager, so I don't even, I'm really scared of crashing the car that I bought for myself. So I, I really like didn't, um, I didn't want to like keep on smoking and driving because I feel like I would crash my car. So I would kind I would smoke, wait two hours, and then drive to school. Um, I, but I would I would do it at school too. Like I'm uh, so, so, yeah, I was gonna say. So when you to get to school, are you going in the bathroom vaping, getting high? Exactly. Yeah, I would go to the bathroom, take a couple dabs, go back to class. Absolutely, like zoinked. You know what I'm saying? And was it was it affecting your ability to do school shit? No, I have really good grades. That's why my that's why my mm. parents never really caught on. I mm. have um yeah, I have really good grades. And I only have I'm a See, senior, I only have three classes. It's not that hard to do both. Oh, that's just so dangerous about weed. And I noticed this in my own life as well, is um you, you can like the you can retain a pretty well put together life in the macro at least while getting high every day yeah like i see people do it i believe in i've been able to do it a little bit sort of but then in the micro of your like you're like you're like you, you can have a pretty you can keep it together your life on paper pretty well getting high all the time but then when you look deeper deeper in at like the days and the hours of your life then you're like and then you're that's when things are start to crumble mm-hmm. I, I i completely um yeah you know whenever whenever i said i had a dependency on it like i wasn't i literally wasn't mine i was going to work my job is relatively easy i clean office building i um i would go to work and get so high where I could, you know, not really like barely function, but I could just barely do my job and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I kind, I'm, I'm kind of grateful for that, that I kind of did develop this because it, you know, it sucks because I was going to college, and I, I'm going to college, and I really want to smoke in college, but that's out of the window because, you know, I, d- I developed this thing and I kind of fucked myself over. Right, but I, 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 you know, it's interesting. I understand where that gratefulness comes from, right? Because now you have like a compelling reason to give a hard stop. You almost, you almost have exactly. no choice, which allows you to do. I mean, that's the easiest way to do, to way to do something is if you have no fucking choice but to do it. Mm-hmm. I, um, I know. Um, sorry, 
No, go ahead. Oh, uh, I know uh, one other person that has CHS and they just continue to smoke. And really? it completely baffles me because it's like, why are you doing that? And I told them, like, I stopped. I'm, I'm sober two months now. I avoid it. Um, and I, I don't even wake up sick anymore. I don't have issues with my appetite anymore. I, you know, I, all of the symptoms are gone. But that's because I caught it on very early. And I don't want to scare people in the chat uh, because I know a lot of your fan base is kind of, you know, potheads, I guess. Um, but they just, you got to be smoking a lot and you got to be under the age of like 25. If your brain isn't developed and you smoke a ton of weed and you're just constantly giving yourself THC all the time, you're going to develop this syndrome and it kind of sucks because in the future, you know, I can't really smoke unless I smoke once or twice a week. Keep it down to moderation. And even then you have the chance of picking up old habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's interesting with weed because all the other sort of vices that weed, I feel like, is like the only one of these vices that's like celebrated in a sense, like mm -hmm. like tobacco has always been getting its comeuppance. People have always been talking about how bad tobacco is for you. They're running the ads. Everyone, you know, teachers are telling you not to smoke. Uh, alcohol's getting its comeuppance. There's alcoholism, alcoholics. It's a whole thing. But, but I feel like like a weed addiction and the the downsides of smoking weed every day are not as heavily talked about or vilified. I mean, I mean, on the opposite, right? We got like fucking Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. Could you imagine if Snoop Dogg exactly. and Wiz Khalifa were famous for getting fucking drunk all the time or smoking cigarettes? They would never couldn't, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Could never happen. But we have this different culture surrounding weed than we do any of these other drugs. So people forget that they that yes, there are negative health effects. I I, I fucking forget that uh, there are negative health effects to smoking weed all the yeah. time every day. People think that it's just a free thing, you know. So. Um, Mm -hmm. Thanks for for the education and uh, good good luck to you uh, uh, moving forward. Congratulations on uh, the two months and uh, I fuck I believe in you, man. If you can do it two months, you can do it the rest of your life. Thank you. I just want to say you can't really like develop CHS from like smoking flour because you know that's like the healthiest way to do it. You know, smoking isn't healthy, but like that's why people like Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa they don't have CHS. It's because their brains are developed. And when they weren't developed as children, they were only smoking flour. Like they, they didn't have carts. They didn't have access to constant THC like me. Yeah. Oh, dude, the carts are tricky. I, I remember when carts first came into my life because when I was, what, fucking 16 and I started smoking weed, it was such a it was a whole production to get high because you had to get the bong out and you had to like. Mm -hmm. assemble all the pieces and you had to grind up the flour and you had to hide the smell with the the osium and the Febreze and, and they had those little things you could like blow yep. into and whatnot with the made out of the what with the with the fucking toilet paper. Really it was a whole production and so there was a bit of a wall between you and getting out the and, and getting high. But then with the carts it just became you can press of a button 
press up a button. It's in your pocket all the time. You know, you fucking, you know, you do it. You do fucking smoke it while you're driving. You smoke it in the middle of the streets and there's no smell. I mean, it's so it, it definitely got a little bit more dangerous. You can go to the bathroom after. Yeah, you, you can can't fucking, you can't rip up. You can't put a bong in your pocket and then bring it into the bathroom at school and start ripping it. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely uh, it's definitely a whole thing. Crazy. These carts. Um, I would suggest Jacob, if you're under the age of 25, just stay away from it. That's all I gotta say. Beautiful. Uh, thank you for sharing, Jacob. You have a good rest of the night. Thank you. You too. Have a great one, Gek. I'm glad I caught your stream. Right before you moved to California, and you became douchegek. Douchegek, baby, it's happening. It's happening, baby. Love you. Bye. Douchegek. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hello, is the, uh, hey, is this the Therapy Gecko? Oh, I'm sorry, the Therapy Gecko's not here. Uh, you can uh, s- send all inquiries to the Therapy Gecko's agent. Therapy Gecko is not available. Therapy Gecko is busy at the club. Hello? Ava? Yeah? Yeah! Oh my god, what? Hey, what's yeah. up, Ava? Um, not much. Uh, I mean, I've been, like, talking to my friend. We've been watching you, like, this whole time. Um, how's life? Life's good. Life's good. It says here that uh, you have you. It says here that you have a threesome scheduled tomorrow with your two friends who are dating, and you do not know what to expect. I I don't because I, I'm bisexual, 
Mm-hmm. But so originally it it happened because me and like a good friend of mine were like friends with benefits and we were like like we fucked a bit and then out of nowhere he got a girlfriend i was like i know her she's like chill it just like real caught me off guard and so like one day uh my two friends were lesbians they were like hey you want to you want to join us sometime and at first i was like not sure of it because i was like a little a little hurt and then eventually i was like you know what fuck it fuck i'll, I'll fuck I'll do that. And wait a minute, you're too. So, wait, wait, hold, yeah. hold on. So I'm, I'm, you, 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 you confused me. You confused me here because you yeah. start. You first started talking about this guy that you were that you were sleeping with, who then got a girlfriend who you know. Mm-hmm. But then you, but then all of a sudden you brought up this this lesbian couple. So which who are you having the threesome with? The lesbian couple. Oh, so, wait, so yeah, what's yeah, the relevance yeah. of the of the the guy you were sleeping with that got the girlfriend? Because the reason they asked is because, like, we stopped because he got a girlfriend. And that's why they asked. So they were like, hey, since you're not doing that anymore, you want to you wanna join us. Okay, that so, yeah. kind of makes sense. All right, so, so it's a threesome with this lesbian couple. How do you know the lesbian couple? Uh, one's been a friend of mine for a few years, and the other one's her hot girlfriend, who mm-hmm. I, like, kind of know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so how are you feeling about the, the idea um, of the whole? I'm a little nervous because, like, like I am bisexual, but I haven't sexually been with a female person yet. And now mm-hmm. these are two, so, like, I don't know I don't know what's going to go on, and I'm nervous about that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have yeah. a, 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 a... You said that you don't know one of them, but one of them is your friend. How, how would you say... I mean, not even in sexual terms, just, uh, you know, in in general cordiality. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm making it a word. General cordiality. Yeah. Uh, how, how are you with, with, with these people? Oh, I'm good. One of them's, like, one of my best friends. And, the, and, like, her girlfriend, who, like, I do kind of know her. I haven't known her, like, super well, but, like, I've known her for, like, a month. Like, casually for, like, a month now. Like, mm-hmm. like we're good. She's chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, is there anything, like, specifically that you're nervous about? Are you nervous about, like, uh, being inexperienced? Like, I'm good with the experience. I just, I just, I don't know what to do in a sense, because, like, you know, th- there's just a lot going on when, you know, you do that. There's a lot And going also on. then, like, the repercussions of, oh, I've now had a threesome with a friend of mine. Is, when you say repercussions, are you afraid of... Of well, because well, when you say repercussions, I get the sense that, uh, like, 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 like that, like that, that you think something bad will happen as a result, or that there will be some sort of uh, uh, negative consequences to this. Well, it's more just like mentally. Also, like you know, maybe something will be different with our friendship. But, like I think okay, we'll is that, is that... if like we're not, and it changes a bit. <laughs> Is that a, is 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 the um, idea of a shift in dynamic between you and your friend uh, a legitimate uh, concern of yours? Um, a bit, cause like like I love her, but she's really affectionate with her friends and with obviously with her girlfriend, and like like I don't know if she's gonna like act differently around me, but like in that manner, not in like a like a talking thing, you know. So you say she's so affectionate she's with like, her friends. Um, and before, I mean, even before she invited you to this threesome, was she affectionate with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how, how did that make you feel that she was affectionate with you? 
Like, I'm good with it. I'm just worried she'd do it in, like, you know, like a different manner instead of, like, like a uh, hug and it's all wholesome. It'd okay. be, like, kind sure, of like sure, a, sure. like a, imp- like, imply kind of a thing going on, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Um, are you, uh, is this, so, so are you, are you currently, are you on the fence about it or you're like, I'm going to do it, but I do have these apprehensions. I, I'm going to do it. Like I got mm-hmm. like, I'd, like I, it's something I do want to do. I'm just like, I'm just like wary of like the repercussions, not, not, not necessarily repercussions, but like things that may occur because of it, you know? Um, well, you know, I mean, I feel like, uh. I feel like a lot of the stuff you're talking about can, you know, sort of be quelled via via communication. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this girl you're friends with, she seems cool, right? She seems like if you told her, like, hey, I feel weird about this thing, this thing, this thing. She seems like she'd be like, oh, don't worry because of this thing and this thing. You'd be like, oh, okay, because I was worried about this thing and this thing. And she'd be like, no, 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 I get it, I get it. Um, so I, it, it sounds to me like it's a matter of, of sort of communication and being like honest about shit but she sounds she sounds cool she sounds like she's yeah i mean i don't know her or her friends or i mean her girlfriends but, um... no she no she is cool she yeah 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 i guess like the answer to a lot of problems with people is just communication and just like True. you're too often at times you're just too scared to talk about it even though that yeah, solves yeah. the problem a lot of the time mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i understand that that's a natural, uh, it's a natural fear. I preach all the time about communication. Uh, probably scared to communicate things. So I should communicate in my life, you know. Uh, I think everyone feels that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um. Do you do you, do you have to use protection? What's what's the deal? Is there like a condom thing? I don't think so, because, like, I know they don't have any STIs or anything like that. I know I don't, so I don't think we do anything like that. Then go crazy. No penises involved. Go nuts. <laughs> have yeah. a good time, Ava. Yeah. <laughs> Report back. Uh, to let, let us know how it is. Write a journal entry. Of your thoughts and feelings. <laughs> yeah, I'll finish. And the first thing I'll do is just write it down in my phone. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for calling, Ava. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Good night. Good night. Hello. What's up? What's up, Gek? How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. So, I have a predicament, I guess you could say. What is your predicament? Um, Me and my uh, girlfriend have been together for about 12 years now. And she wants to get married officially on paper. But I don't know if, if a piece of paper really means anything Mm -hmm. are you are you do you have active objections to this piece of paper well no not really I mean um it just I just feel like 
when a lot of people do get married, they shit goes downhill real quick. What sorts of shit do you anticipate or fear going downhill? Well, her her debt comes <clears throat> becomes my debt and vice versa. Yep. And yep. I just feel like it just causes a lot of problems. Uh, so you're you're worried about entangling finances? Well, not so much that, but I've seen a bunch of our friends and stuff that have been together same amount of time, or you know, half of the time we have, and they get married, and then within a year or so, they end up breaking up or splitting and parting ways. And I don't know if a piece of paper is like justifies. Like, I don't know how to. I don't know how to explain it really. What do you think it is about the idea of getting married that uh, really excites your partner? I think she's excited to carry my last name, and in the eyes of like the government and other people, we'd be official. Mm-hmm. So she—that I mean, sort we, of we, officialness and that that title is is, is exciting to her. Yes. I mean, we've been together for so long. I mean, right. we're common law married, but she wants to be fully married, like, in the <clears throat> eyes of the law. Because, mm-hmm. you know, stuff happens. She's not legally... Um, she can't legally do things for me, and vice versa. Um, and so, and this sort of officialness, this title... The ability to sort of do the things that married couples are are legally allowed to do that unmarried couples aren't. Does does that excite Mm you? Well, yeah, it does. But I just, I don't know. I, I just don't, I just feel like if we do get married, I just feel like a lot of things will, it'll mess up what we have, like. I want to get married, but at the same time, like, is it that is it that big of a deal to? When you as the concerns and issues that you have around getting married, have you uh, talked about them with your partner? Yeah, she, she. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. I mean, but that just that just. It just intensifies her want to get married. And weddings, you know, they're not cheap. I mean, I guess we'd go up to the courthouse, but... Um, it's just... These sort of these sort of concerns that you have of, like... Uh, uh, I've seen other people's relationships go downhill. I don't want to share debt. Um... Mm-hmm. All these other sort of concerns that you've that you've brought up. What, what is, what, how does she typically respond to them? I mean, she just, I mean, she tells me we can get through anything and everything. And, you know, she just really, she wants to be able to, to, I mean, we call each other wife and everything like that. And if people ask, we say we're married. And then it's just like on major paperwork and stuff like that. She just, she just kind of, I think it saddens her that we've been together so long and we haven't made it like official, official. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. What is com? What is, what exactly does it mean to be common law married? It means like if you live together 
for so long in the eyes of the state, I guess, that you live in. They consider you common law married, meaning like you're married, but you're not actually married on paper. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you see, this is uh, this is tough because I think uh, different people have sort of different respect and excitement for mm-hmm. institutions, right? Like mm-hmm. it sounds to me that you're like, hey, we've been together for twelve years. We love each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I call you my wife. You know, I don't. Right. I, why the fuck do I need a government to? I don't. I don't. I fuck that shit. I don't. I don't even. I don't need a government to wreck. I don't need anyone to yes, recognize exactly. our love except for me and you. you know, exactly. And I tell her that, but I mean, the way the way shit runs nowadays. Like, if she were to get sick or something like that, or hospitalized, like yeah. I would have. I mean. In the doctor's eyes, I would have no say. I'd have to pull her family into it. I mean, her family loves me, of course, but it's just having that being almost like 80% there, but not 100% there. And then I get scared, too, that, you know, if we do do it and then, you know, what happens if, you know, it, it screws like, you know, with any straight couple as well. Like, you know, you see people get married. And then they turn around, and then within like a year or two, they end up splitting up, and then you got to split up assets and and do all that. Yeah, it's a fucking up mess. Up shit, and I just yeah, it is. So I just I wanted to be official. I wanted to be able to carry my last name and and be able to be proud of it and all that. But I mean, I just don't under. I just don't. I don't want the the problems that come with it. Yeah. No, I mean this. I mean you have very reasonable. You have very reasonable fears, um, and it sucks because I you know I know that uh, it it it, pro- it probably you know doesn't feel like great that like you know she you, maybe 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 you feel like you're like disappointing your. Uh, your partner a little bit because she's very excited exactly. about it. But exactly. it's, I mean, it's, it's yeah. no, it's a really, it's a really, it's a really tough issue because because you have because I mean both parties are you know legitimate like you know I mean I, I understand why you have a rejection of institutions. I have a sort of similar rejection, uh, mm-hmm. but then it's like you know I I guess I you know I understand why she has the why she's excited to be like officially recognized and you know re- really sort of i guess quote mean it when when she's calling your wife and all that um mm-hmm. uh, it's tough i don't really have a i don't really have an answer but i mean i totally uh I totally get it from both sides um what um i mean also it sounds like you've had I very mean, I- good communication with her like like it, it sounds to me like yeah, we, she, you guys have relationships such that all these things that you're talking about, you've had a pretty. It sounds like you've had a pretty easy time expressing them to her. Oh yeah, I mean we've talked about. I mean we've been engaged for six years and and then um, been together for twelve. So it's like she knows I'm I'm in for the long haul. But it's just like, right. do we really need a piece of paper? I mean. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's just, 
it scares me because we're we've been together for so long and you know I, I just I've seen a lot of people that get married and and then they end up getting divorced and then you know they just trash the other person and it's just like are we ready to do that to one another I mean I don't mm-hmm. think we would in the long run but it's, it's it's always a fear that's in the back of my mind what, those the, these couples that you see that get married and things deteriorate I mean wh- why do you think they deteriorate Um, it, the other one just is gets too cooped up, and, and then they start going astray, and um, you know, the debt, like I said, you know, um, becomes the other one's debt, and then money, and then wanting to build a family, and yeah. you know, we've talked about having kids and stuff like that, and um, we both, you know, we're both really chill about just being like really dope ass aunts, you know, we. We've never really, we're more cat moms. So, I mean, we have that baseline established, but um, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I want to be able to do it for her, but I don't know if, I, if I'm willing to risk, you know, that possibility of losing her if things go astray. No, this is this is a very tough, uh, very tough yeah. predicament. But I will say, I will say, I think that um, no matter what happens or what you decide to do, it sounds to me like you guys have a very, very, very strong relationship. You know, I don't know you guys, but it sounds like right. But everything sounds very healthy. I mean, you you you've been together for twelve years. Uh, you already mm-hmm. call each other wife. You uh, it sounds like you communicate with each other pretty well. So I mean, whatever happens, you know, even if you're afraid right. of the potential downsides and, and getting your finances entangled, I don't mm-hmm. think. And you know, for whatever my opinion is worth, not knowing you guys whatsoever at all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think things are going to deteriorate based off of finances and, and whatnot. I mean, if you've been together for 12 years, right? Like, yeah. How much is really going to change when you get? Yeah, married? exactly. Exactly. Like if something didn't come up did- in these past 12 years that was going to fuck everything up. You're pretty much in the, clear right, for right. the rest of your life for as long as you want to be. Yeah, you make a good point. I just, it just scares me to be um, tied to somebody. I mean, I know it's easy, it's as easy as getting a divorce, but I should just, I guess I should just do it, right? Just make it official. Well, I'm going to say something cheesy. I'm trying to do it in my own <laughs> life. If it's cheesy, get ready. It's very cheesy. Okay, I think I think it Go makes sense. It. I think it makes sense. But whatever your decision mm-hmm. you make, mm-hmm. make don't make it out of fear. Make it out of love. Right. Definitely. Definitely. What, what'd you say her name was? Vanessa. Vanessa, uh, thank you very much for calling, and I uh, wish you both uh, much happiness, no matter what, no matter what happens.
Well, thanks, Keck. I greatly appreciate you. Of course, You'll be invited to the wedding. Night. I'm coming through. I'll you show. Too, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking. I'll, I'll cater it. I'll bring a little Keck. You can come officiate us. I heard you're ordained. Oh, that's an idea. I'm ordained. I'm only ordained in hey, Illinois. Too- you, do you live in Illinois? Oh, shit. No, I live in Texas. I'll bring sandwiches anyway. We'll have a good time. Hey, that works as long as it's not tuna. Good night, Vanessa. Hello, is this uh, Lady Catherine of Aragon? Yes, this is Lady Catherine of Aragon. Uh, what's up, Lady Catherine of Aragon? Well, I am wanting to talk about Princess Diana, my mother. Sure. Mm-hmm. She's a beautiful woman, inside and out. She sounds like it. Who suffers from bulimia nervosa. She was the people's princess. I also suffer from bulimia nervosa. The way bulimia nervosa. Nevers- Yes. Well, what is that? Bulimia nervosa is where we make ourselves throw up after we eat. Mm-hmm. Because they want us to be a certain weight. Or else they beat us and bully us. Because we don't meet the beauty standards of the royal family. That sounds tough. It is. Um, well, tell me, tell me, tell me, um... Tell me, Lady Catherine of Aragon, what compels you? You say that you are, um, you you feel pressured. You feel almost like you're you're uh, uh, held to this to this standard that's 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 trapping you. Why do you why do you feel so tightly held to this to this beauty standard uh, that that uh, the royal family receives? Because if we have to command respect. If we don't look a certain way, if we don't dress for success, if we don't take care of our bodies, then how could we be positive role models for other people? I've stopped forcing myself to throw up after I eat. I cured mm-hmm. myself of my bulimia nervosa, mm-hmm. and so has my mother. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. because I was put through such strenuous things when I was under their captivity, mm-hmm. I um, it was difficult. I managed to cure myself of everything they gave me, the PTSD from the beatings and and the, the starvations and the, the solitary confinement. And I survived. I survived much like my mother did. I want the world to know that Diana isn't dead. She's alive. And she's still on the mission to save the world from itself. Mm. We no longer make ourselves throw up. We exercise and eat healthy. We want to be positive role models for young women. But currently here in California, where I'm hiding Mm -hmm. with the man of my dreams, honestly. I think that's a good goal. I think it's a good goal that you have, Lady Catherine of Aragon. Is it Aragon or Lady Catherine of... What's the... Cadval's Lady... Your Lady... Lady Catherine of Aragon. Lady Catherine of Aragon, listen... You know, you say that um, you have to be a certain way to be a, a role model to young girls. But to me, I mean, if you're asking me, I don't know if you are, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, you know, the best way for you to be a, a good role model, Lady Catherine of Aragon, is uh, 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 to be yourself. I mean, right? If, if you're constantly um, allowing yourself to uh, fall pressure to the to the scrutiny and the opinions of others and you're only morphing yourself in a way that pleases other people 
I, I, I would go as far as to say is that's that's a bad quality to to have, and that you would actually be be an even better role model, Lady Catherine of Aragon, were you to um, practice uh, uh, an independence, not just from the royal family, but from all of the opinions and beliefs uh, of other people that they put onto the royal family. You know, I mean that, I that, that that's what I think. Brilliant. That's what I think. It would be nice for 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 the little girls. Look brilliant, Gecko. Brilliant. I'm so you know. glad you said that because I have Good. fantastic news for you. Tell me, I want to tell, tell you something fantastic. Tell me, Lady Erica. I am a witch, and a I've witch. been walking around California dressed up like one. And if mm-hmm. you know Harry Potter, then you've heard of the Elder Wand. I found it through alchemy. I told Mm. them, I said, listen, I broke free from your tower of madness. And now I'm on parade in Huntington Beach. You're on parade? What do you mean you're on parade? I've been walking around just telling people my name, introducing myself, giving away Mm. jewelry, telling them Mm. not to despair, and telling skinheads Mm. where to go shove it. Because I Mm. said, you neo-Nazis are evil. I converted to Judaism because I said the Jewish people know the truth. The Kabbalah is a beautiful book, and I saw you, and I said, wow, he's not a therapist, which is why I'm going to talk to him, because I'm not crazy. Mm -hmm. I know, I hear the people that call you, and I respect what you do. You are making the whole world see the truth, and that is what I fight. I don't fight for any other reason except to free us of the tyranny of the bloody regime, of Mm -hmm. the queen, and her poisonous, lecherous lackeys. Mm -hmm. So, listen, I'm sorry to cut you off, Lady Lady Catherine of Aragon, but, uh, so when you you walk walk the streets and you um, spread your message uh, uh, to the people and you inform them of of the witchcraft you 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 introduce yourself you make you make friendly what how do how do people typically respond to this they call the police on me they try to beat me they call me whore the b word you name it i am degraded and treated like i am nothing they look at me they scream at me they tell me i'm nothing mm-hmm. they won't give me but food yet, they won't give me yet, money and i yet, i still smile at them and i say you have a good day well, so yeah, so okay, so after um, you 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 go on the streets, you introduce yourself to people, you try to you know make nice, be friendly, and and you you receive what sounds like uh, to be terrible feedback, people you know being nasty to you, and yet you are still co- what what's what what then still compels you to um to 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 continue on 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 your on on this journey, uh, Lady Catherine Aragon. Justice. Justice for all. I was inspired by Ellis Island. I'm a well inspired by Ellis Island, you said? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, what inspired you about Ellis Island? Bring your rich, your hungry, your poor, and your downtrodden. You get it? I was inspired by the American dream. And I wanted to tell the world, America, you are no longer a prison colony if you just look up and tell yourself that you are free. Beautiful. Wake up. Beautiful. That's all I Thank want you for people sharing, to do. Um, 
Thank you for sharing uh, 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 Cadwell's Lady Catherine of Aragon. Is there any, any, any last final words, sentiments, thoughts, or feelings that you wish to share before we go? All I want to tell you is I had a very happy Hanukkah, and I hope you did too. But know that Hanukkah never has to end in our hearts, as long as we know that eight means infinity. Beautiful. And beyond. I personally <laughs> celebrate Hanukkah every day. Me too. Happy Hanukkah, Gek. I'm Happy surprised no one well. told you that. Happy Hanukkah Thank to you, you as well, Lady Catherine. God bless of, uh, you. God bless you. You have a good rest of the night. Thank you. Thank you very much. Goodbye. You know what? That's nice. You know, nobody. You know what? You know what? You know what? She's right. Nobody did wish me a happy Hanukkah. So finally, you know, it's a month late, but finally someone did. So thank you, Princess Catherine of Aragon, the Queen. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. No way, you're capping. No way, I just heard the beep. Am I on? What's up, Robbie? You're fucking lying. Let's go. Wait, hold on. All right, first things first, I want to save my spot in chat. I'm not going to look at it, but I just want to read it later, okay? You right. you said you're saving I'm, your spot. Hold on. Okay. Here, okay, here's what you're doing, right? Is you're saving your spot in chat so that you can then go back and look at how chat... And read it later, what yes. chat was saying what while saying you were on the phone. Because I can't look at it right now. Well, what's why do you want to know and, so badly what Chad has to say about our conversation? Because uh, I think what we talk about tonight could possibly be interesting. Also, I'm going in my closet for this chat because it's ironic. So hit me. What's going I, on, uh, Robbie? Oh yeah. Also, well, before that, um, I, I'd like to give a shout out to the lady I was uh, who screened me. Or um, oh, Kate. I don't know what's it called, but she was yes, fantastic. Kate, Kate, Kate is, she's wonderful. Minutes. Yeah, she is wonderful. Um, so I just wanted to give highly worthy of a shout out. Shout um, out to Kay Lizard. Shout out to shout out to Tim. Yeah. Shuts the door. Shout out to Cake Buster. Shout out to I Love. Shout out to Ash. Just a little fuck. vision. We're doing it. Fuck! All right, my heart is pounding. As soon as I got in the queue, I my anxiety went through the roof because I've never been that far. And I had an extra four loco in my bag, and I wasn't planning on drinking tonight, but I just chugged that shit because I kind of needed it. Ah, uh, yes, your work. heart was nervous. beating extremely fast, so you thought, what will calm my heart rate more than a four loco? And the answer was some, some fucking alcohol, because I'm out of weed, and I'm too poor to afford it, so. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so, so tell me, it says Loco. here, Robbie. You know what? Go ahead. You tell me what it is you wanted to talk about, Robbie. I won't. I'll, I'll, I'll let you okay. speak. So, so, um, I think I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's like why you went in the closet. At, mm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was ironic. So I think I'm gay. Um, mm-hmm. no one really knows about it. My, it's not mm-hmm. a problem. Like if my parents were to know. Because they're both from Europe, um, and you know they're not really like that big a cunt about it over there. Um, okay, I was wondering yeah, why. Those I think two I'm gay. I like looking at. I, I like looking at men shirtless. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people do to an extent, but it like sexually arouses me. Like it makes my balls tingle. I, mm-hmm. I and I I don't know. It happens for women as well. So maybe I'm bisexual, but I would much rather like put my lips on another man's lips. Mm-hmm. Catch what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, you know, there's like a uh, uh, there's like a, a a spectrum to this, right? You know, you don't have to be like, yeah, you don't have to be like fifty fifty bisexual or a hundred percent gay or a hundred percent straight. True. You know? Yeah, very true. I'm I'm on a few different spectrums. You know, autism is definitely one of them as well. Um, mm-hmm. but this is just something uh, that I'm kind of exploring. Um, so my best friend of about I don't know. I don't know how long we've been best friends for, but we've been best friends for a while. He actually came out to me as gay, coincidentally. Mm. And I, he doesn't know that I think he's pretty cute. And mm. I, I haven't told him that I am a little bit interested in him. Mm. Um, and then, well, but like something kind of confirmed it for me, like, the other day that like I think I'm definitely probably a homosexual so it was just me and him and his parents weren't home and we were just hanging out in his house and well I'm not sure if it was the butt sex or the fact that he came on my face but I, I think I'm definitely a homosexual alright so you had sex with uh, with your friend and he came on my face It's awesome um uh, you had sex with your friend. He came on your face, and uh, and was that was that your first time uh, having gay sex? With a man? Oh yeah, gay sex. Yeah, that was my first time having gay sex. And I've, nice. I've had sex before with a woman, mm-hmm. and that was pretty fun too. Um, look at well, you. You're all over the place. Uh, I know. I know. I, I've actually I have a pretty uh, interesting story. For um, another one, believe it or not, but um, this is something I want to talk about because I've, I've been thinking about like what I want to talk about for a while because I listen to your shit all the time whenever I'm doing DoorDash, um, just because you know that's a good thing to listen to, keeps mm-hmm. my brain running. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so I go, I'm a freshman in college, and I'm on the rugby team. That's irrelevant to the story, but I just like to give a shout out to the sport of rugby. I don't know, that's a pretty tight sport in that like tight shorts. And short shorts, so maybe that has something to do with my homosexuality. Um, okay. Anyway, beyond the point, I was at the bar, and I was plastered. That was my first night drinking tequila, and, you know, that kind of makes you... You're at the you bar, old, you have a right? fake ID? Yeah, of course, of course. You kind of have to have a fake ID. My, my uh, university is uh, very bar-driven. That's kind of the parties. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, so uh, you're at the bar, you're plastered. Place. What happens? We're at the bar, we're plastered. It's my first night drinking tequila, so I okay. bought 
four tequila shots. I was already drunk too, by the way, and not like okay. tipsy. Like I was drunk, and okay. um, so I bought four tequila shots for me and all my friends. And next thing you know, when they get there, my friends are nowhere to be found. So I start ripping through these shots. I take all four, right? Okay. And there's at this point, it, I'm I'm kind of blackout. Not really, but like. You know, okay. it's pretty bad. You get a point. You get okay. a point. Um, and then there's this girl. She's I've never met her before. I do remember her name. Her name was Emma. Um, okay. And coincidentally, uh, I played ultimate frisbee for like a club social, and my partner was also named Emma, and my ex girlfriend of three years was also named Emma. Where's Where's so this I'm going, Rob? Sort of a trifecta. That's irrelevant. I'm just giving more details because I like adding layers to things. Um, but I don't want to take up too much time, so I'm trying to talk quick. Anyway, so me and Emma are just, you know, hanging out at the bar. We're drinking our drinks, okay. and she was real horny. So she asked me if she wanted to have sex. I'm like, fuck yeah. Obviously, I want to have sex. Why else would I go to the bar, right? And then she's like, you want to go? <laughs> she just says, she just says to you. She just point blank to your face says, would you like to have sex with me? She was like, you, well, it was more like, you trying to fuck? Or, well, no, she wasn't ratchet. So, but it was like, it was like, she probably used fuck, not sex. But yeah, point blank. She, and she we said had point made blank, out do you want to fuck? Yes. Okay. She was a hoe. And, <laughs> sorry. So she was a hoe. And so... I'm like, hell yeah, I'm trying to have some sex. Robbie, 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 slow down for me real quick. Slow yes. down for me real quick. Yes, Bob. Sorry, I don't I don't want to take up too much time, but I'll slow down, okay? I'll, I'll, Robbie, what are we talking about here right now? What's what where what's the what's the central what's the central thesis of all getting, this, Robbie? It's just a, it's just an interesting story, you know. This is all for entertainment, right? So me, just, just the, 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 well, let's, let's, I want, let's skip to the very end then. Let's skip to the very end where we learn the about information that, that about we came to there in about, in about two seconds. Okay. So she's like, yeah, I want to have sex. Or I'm like, I want to have sex. And she's like, all right, let's go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, that's a great idea. Cause I'm a little bit, uh, incoherent. Don't know if that's the right word. Not an English major. And so we go into the bathroom, and we start having sex in the bar that's packed, and we get caught. And I get we get recorded, both of our faces are in it, and we get posted on Barstool. And we went viral. And I've never seen her again, and I got a nickname, and my nickname is Dirty Bob on the rugby team. Dirty Bob. Wait, it went viral on Barstool. Yeah, it's like it's it's on Twitter still. Like you could definitely find it. I'm not gonna tell you. Like it's a graphic, uh, full penetration video of you two having you sex at a you bar. You can't see the penetration, but you can see you can see our feet under the stall with my my pants are down, and then you can kind of see my mullet because there's another video of someone peeking their phone of the stall. Okay, so my, again, Robbie, mullet, I feel I like some... okay, Rob, Robbie, Robbie, re- let me let me reel you in real quick. Let me reel you in real quick. I feel like this conversation started with you attempting to come to some some 
conclude not not you know because you know you don't have to be confusing you know you don't have to be conclusive about this things are always ever changing but i feel like this conversation started with you trying to come to some form of 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 conclusion in a way regarding regarding your your sexuality or, or or regarding just you know you as a person in general and it's devolved into um you know uh, 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 you spraying cum onto the entire state of wherever you live. Um, yeah. So what 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 would you say before before we go, Robbie? Is 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 the central thesis of of what of what you've learned lately through 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 your life experiences? Well, if you spray cum on someone, expect person cum to be sprayed on your own face. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing, Robbie. You have a good rest of the night. I fucking love you, Lyle. Have a great rest of your night. I love you. Hello, Hello? Cody. Hey, what's happening? How are you, Hello? Cody? Hey, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm a lizard. I'm on the computer. Nice. Is this the real gag? I don't know how to answer that, to be honest with you. What what would if the answer to that was no, then who would I be? Oh, okay. So this is really funny. Are you okay? Am I fucking yeah. with? Am I fucking with you? Or am I? Are you okay? Well, uh, I I don't have the. Uh, I, well, I had the actual podcast on, but I turned it off. So. Uh, but you just called someone named Cody. I mean, he he called someone Cody. Cody, how are you feeling right now? Tell me what. Tell me. Tell me what's going on in your brain and your body. Um. Uh, I'm so fine right now. Uh, just like very very shocked to get a call from anybody. Um. It's been a while. You're very shocked to get a call from anybody, you say. <laughs> yeah, to get a call. Um, yeah, just just on the phone. By the way, uh, just listen, so you I've know. I've been listening to that music. Just so you know, yeah. because um, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if this is part of whatever you've got going on right now. But Cody... Cody, yeah. you yeah. called me. I called you. You do know that, right? You know that you called me. Yeah, yeah. I was just been searching for an answer. I mean, you know, always searching for answers. Are you high right now? You know, it's some. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. You, I, so I, you don't think so. What does that mean? Do you, do you believe that you have potentially been drugged and you're not sure? Uh, I feel like people, you I feel what? like you either know that you're high or you know that you're not, or you have a suspicion that you have been drugged. No, I, I, I'm glad I haven't, uh, no, I would hate to, hate to be drugged, um, not good i mean uh you know 
to have, you know, it's just, I mean, no one wants to be. I mean, I'm, I, I say I'm, I, I think because I don't really know if I'm like feeling anything, but I mean, took a cartridge at least that's, tonight, that's all. Okay, but, uh, you, so you so you did, you smoked a cartridge. Yes, just a little bit, not a lot. No. How 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 recently? How how was I recently? Uh, how recently did you smoke the cartridge? Maybe like the beginning of the call, like an hour ago. Just waiting. You know, you probably have this Wait. thing called CHS. You know what that is? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I heard it sounds for constant. It stands for earlier. constantly high syndrome. It's when you smoke once, really, and it's uh, this is like it's a one in a million chance, but uh, you smoked once and it's permanent, and now you're high all the time. Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I was like extremely high right now because I can't tell. Cody, is there anything in particular fire. that you called in to talk about? It's okay if there's not. I'm just curious. I didn't call in. Um, I didn't call in. Yes, you did. You called in. Real questions, or or um, or uh, I, I just came in with answers. You know, I know I called. This, none of none of none of this is true. None of what you're saying is true. You told. Okay, I don't. You might. All right. You know. I don't know if you remember this because you're extremely high. But, and you're gonna and you're probably gonna be like this forever because you have the syndrome. But. <laughs> You told this is what you um you you know look here's the thing I'm gonna we can move on we can move on you don't have to tell this story but I just want you to know in case if you forgot yeah. that you did call in to tell a story and you don't have to tell I, I I'm not here to pressure you to tell the story but I just want you to yeah I, just to help just for your sake I want you to remember just for your sake of awareness of the timeline of your life you called in. And you spoke with with either someone named Tim, yeah, or someone named Kate, and you told them I didn't catch that, the name. Yeah. And you told them that you once beat on the door, you once banged on the door of a bathroom, thinking that your brother was in there, and you screamed in a scary voice like Ugh! that was you were banging and going. Ugh! To scare your brother, who was in the bathroom, and you succeeded. Yeah, you scared but, the shit out of yeah. your brother in the bathroom, but then you found out I did. that it wasn't no. actually your brother. It was a stranger that had no familial connection to you at all, and that you never learned who was in the bathroom, um, but that you think about it from time to time, and then... I, I don't know if you talked to Tim, if you talked to Kate, but they wrote this note. This is another thing that you said. You also said that you do not feel any remorse for what you did. I do not. Um, I don't feel any remorse because it was easy to, to just get past. You know, I wasn't I didn't feel too bad because it just all happened so, so fast, you know, and it was done. 
hopefully behind me. <sighs> no, I don't think you need to feel room. I mean, look, you know, is that is that person? I mean, how old were you? Seventeen. Well, this this happened uh, this three was a week ago. ago. Yeah, three I'm years eight, ago. I'm eighteen. Yeah, three years ago. So I was about fifteen. Okay, it's I mean, very, it's a very short story. I just thought it would be something interesting to talk about. I thought, but no, okay, but I thought that. Uh, all right, so you do know why you called in? Uh, well, I, I called in to talk to the geck, and uh, everything's improv from there. You know, Cody. Before we go, thing. before we go, is there and and, and uh, before we go, and it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I'm sorry to hear that you're going to be high forever. And you're probably not going to remember this. But is there anything, is there anything we can help yeah. you with, Cody? Is there anything, anything, anything we can help you with at all? Well, this does have like over 500 viewers. So um, I just, I would like a lot of help. But uh, but um, just keep doing what you're doing. And it's amazing what you're doing. Thank you, you have Cody. the dream job. I appreciate that. God bless you. God yeah. bless you too, Cody. It's been a pleasure talking to you. God bless you, you too. And, um, You're very funny, man. Thank you, Cody. God bless you as well. Um, I appreciate everything that you do. Uh, you're an American hero, and uh, I hope that they find a cure for you. That's right. That's right. Beautiful. I hope so too. Thank you, Greg. Have a good night, Cody. You too. God bless. I see a bright future ahead for Cody. I think that an extremely hot... You know what? You know what I will do for Cody? I will campaign on Cody's behalf to make sure that an extremely high person can have just as full of a life as as someone who does not have the same ailment Cody does, all right? I think, Co- I think extremely high people, they should be able to drive cars... They should be able. If Cody wants to wants to pursue a field in the medical industry, wants to pursue a career in the medical field, he should be able to perform surgery while he's high. He should be if he wants to be a construction. Cody should be able to operate heavy machinery while he's high. Okay, I don't think that Cody being high all the time for the rest of his life should uh, impact the way that people view him or his competence in any way, shape, or form. So God bless Cody, and I hope they. I hope they. I hope. No, I, I don't even. I don't even hope they find a cure. I just hope that we we all can learn to accept that high people are people too, okay? And they have just as many rights and and um, you know reason reasons to be here as as, as anyone else. So. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide 
at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.